0: Withholding information is the essence of tyranny. Control of the flow of information is the tool of the dictatorship. Bruce Covill The Walking Dead, Season 3, Episode 14 Pray. What's up everyone and welcome back to another episode of Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. I'm Zachy the the
1: Zombie zombie.
0: and we have Alina the Beanie. That's me! (laughs) Yep. Uh, She's back again. People are busy doing holiday stuff but I got two guests lined up for the next two episodes. Last two episodes of the season. And they're good ones. They're good ones, yeah. Well, you don't know.
1: Yeah, Sabrina.
0: Oh, oh, I thought you meant the episodes. I was like, you don't know if they're good or not. You haven't seen them yet. No, the
1: guests are good. Yeah,
0: the guests are good. We got Sabrina and Alina's little brother, Alaric. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be good.
1: I actually didn't know you were interviewing, or doing... I
0: mentioned it to him while you were around. Oh. Yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah. Well, I I knew we talked about it. I didn't know that he, that you had picked an episode for him. Yeah. Nice.
0: Mm -hmm. Dope. So, what'd you think of this episode, Lena?
1: I thought it was terrifying. It was
0: really, like, it, probably the scariest episode yeah, of Walking Dead so far. it
1: was so suspenseful. I I thought I was watching Don't Breathe, mm-hmm. that movie with the blind guy. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking I, about. It just, like, it was just um, the governor with his one good eye mm-hmm. just around walking around this... warehouse with andrea Mm -hmm. trying to avoid him and stay alive because she knows she can't beat him
0: yeah head on physical fight in a
1: fight and so it was just like don't breathe where she's just like trying to avoid and be silent oh it was so it was so scary
0: yeah it was like just and they they definitely use some really good like horror tactics to like make you so scared for andrea yeah and i thought that was really fascinating um i mentioned this while we were watching it but like the governor is such a comp- is in such a compromising situation because like he doesn't have his peripheral vision on his one eye. Yeah. I feel like Andrea could have like snuck up on his right side and just stabbed him um in the neck and then he'd be donezo. But I don't know.
1: Yeah, I I feel like Andrea wasn't willing to wit risk yeah, getting that's true. physical with him. Mm-hmm.
0: Well she was so smart by like going behind the door and letting all the walkers yeah, well like she that thought was he a died. Good move. She thought he died and then at the end he got her. Yeah. But, uh
1: I'm actually, I'm really terrified for the next couple episodes because mm-hmm. he's such a sick, messed up character. I don't want to see what he's going to do to yeah. Andrea.
0: It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough, baby. Dang. Um, but this sort of ties into what we talked about last episode, like at the end of last episode, is revenge. And because, like, we see him make this torture chamber. Um, yeah. And Milton even mentions, he's like, why don't we just, like, move on? And move forward like don't we have like the same goals of like wanting to create a better world than this one yeah but like the governor just like he does not care about the new the new world that he can create
1: he just cares about getting revenge yeah
0: and that's it and
1: which yeah good on milton for finally stepping yeah. up after so much like mm-hmm. letting so much happen he finally stepped up yeah and did some good things so i'm i'm proud of Milton's small character development in the last episode. Yeah,
0: I, r- I agree with that. I really think, like, because cause we see two different things. We see, like, the people that are really close to the cult leader mm-hmm. turning away, and then we see people that aren't as close to the cult leader like turning away, like Tyrese and Sasha, mm. right? And, like, Andrea and Milton, they're both really close to him. Yeah. And then they both, like, they are both, like, realize the kind of man he is, and they end up, like, leaving him.
1: Do you think there was a turning point for Milton? Like, do you think you can narrow it down to something specific that was his breaking point?
0: I don't think it was like, like Andrea too. I don't think there was anything like specific that was their breaking point. It was just usually when people like leave leave cults, it's it's a buildup of a ton of different things. Mm. And I think Milton realized like he's just gonna kill them anyway. Yeah, I I think that was probably the straw that broke the camel's back. But I think like. Knowing what the governor has done in the past, and knowing like what he he wants to do to Michonne is sort of like a, um, is sort of like, adding up to Milton deciding to betray the governor.
1: Yeah, I I was gonna say that too. I think it was when, cause but up until then, I think that Milton didn't really like the governor, mm-hmm. but worked with him because he saw him as a leader, and uh, he made diplomatic choices for. Mm-hmm. The benefit of Woodbury. Mm-hmm. But when he said, I get Michonne and I'm going to kill all of them anyway. Yeah. After I get Michonne. Yeah. I think that was when Milton realized he's he's not dealing with a diplomatic leader. He's no, dealing he's dealing with a tyrant. Yeah, a mm-hmm. selfish, sick tyrant.
0: Yeah. And, like, I think when people are in these situations with, um, with like, higher up corrupt people, they, they stay around, and they stick around because they share the same vision.
1: Yeah.
0: Even though, like, the the leader will always say, like, we share this vision when in all actuality they're lying, because they don't actually share the same vision, you know? They're, like, the governor's vision is getting in power, staying in power, uh, no matter what the cost is, mm-hmm. and Milton's vision is trying to find a cure for this thing, and... And and Andrea had the same vision. She wanted like a better community, uh, a community that people can like go to and like back to the real world uh, or the past world and stuff. And the governor told her is like this is this is how we're gonna do it. But in his head, that wasn't his real vision. You know.
1: It while you were talking, I kind of realized it's on a larger scale, like a toxic, abusive relationship yeah. where you have the abuser Mm -hmm. who is constantly trying to gain like maintain control or Mm -hmm. if they've lost control regain it through fear intimidation all that things and then you have the partner who gets victimized you know like andrea and milton where because of the relationship they've established Mm -hmm. before they can realize how toxic and deadly the relationship is they're always like well, I can change him. Yeah. Like, well, You're I... You're like, it won't be that bad. It won't be that bad. Like, I, I just need to hold out a little longer and we'll change and get better together. And that's, that's not what happened. It's like abusive relationships almost... Like, unless you get out of them, mm-hmm. they will ultimately end up with you getting very hurt. Yeah. If not dead.
0: Yeah. Well, Andrea learned. Like, she... She, like, the governor told Andrea Michonne, you can leave whenever you want, mm-hmm. but, like, they both learned, after they both left, at different times, that that wasn't actually true. Yeah. Because the governor chased after them, you know, both at the same time, and, like, governor told Merle to kill Michonne, mm-hmm. and then the governor chased after Andrea himself, because Andrea had damning information, like, she she knew that he was just going to kill them anyway, And so the governor was like, "I have to catch her." Oh my god,
1: he really is like an abusive boyfriend. Yeah, like everything. And all cult
0: leaders are like abusive relationships. Yeah.
1: Because he did isolation tactics, Mm -hmm. where, like, he isolated Andrea Mm -hmm. from people that cared about her. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh, what was what was the other thing you mentioned that was like it? Um. But oh, like letting them go a little bit is that like, at least. I've never really been in an abusive relationship, but I've heard enough stories Mm -hmm. that it's like they do give their partner just a little bit of uh, freedom. Mm -hmm. They lengthen the leash like the governor did to Andrea. Mm -hmm. And then they think like, oh, things are looking up, everything's okay. Yeah. When really that leash is still just as tight and it's really just an illusion.
0: Yeah. And like she, she learned like really quickly that the governor did not intend to Actually, give her freedom. Yeah, you know, and and that's what Michonne saw all along. But I, I think unfortunately, it's a little bit too late for Andrea now because mm-hmm. she she is um, captured because she's captured and yeah. she she stayed too long. Yeah, and even was romantic with the governor. Mm-hmm. You know, which adds a whole more a lot more layers to it than than other people. Yeah. Um. So we've also mm-hmm. been watching alongside the walking dead is how to become a tyrant on netflix
1: super good and highly recommend yeah it's
0: really good um narrated by pinkler D- peter <laughs> peter dinklage <laughs> Pinkler what
1: dinklage were you?
0: pinkler D- <laughs> dinklage uh peter dinklage yes and um and yeah so one thing i noticed and thought of while we were watching the episode was that like leaders cannot be leaders forever yeah like they they can be they they either get voted out, they have a term limit, or they get killed. Mm-hmm. Like no one no one can like you can be an accountant forever, you can be you know any other occupation forever for the rest of your life when you choose it, right? But being well, a leader is like you like you have to either get killed or be voted out or have a term limit.
1: I, that's not always the case with being a leader, like. You think of some... Like the Pope. The Pope is a religious leader. He is going sure. to be the leader until he dies. I guess I'm Inle- talking more political leader. Politically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. Like being it, a political leader, you will like...
1: Because there's a, there's a lot of different types of leaders. Yeah. There's religious leaders. There's like team leader. But you're talking specifically about political... Yeah, I'm talking specifically about political, like political leaders. Okay.
0: And like, because the, the governor... Like, the governor, the governor is a tyrant, and, like, people that are tyrants, they, they always do whatever they can to keep a hold of their power, yeah. and to keep control of their power, but, like, it will always end with them dying. Every single time. It's always ended with tyrants dying. Yeah. And because, like, no matter how much they try to stay in power, people realize, like, you're not, like, a good, you're not a good leader, and you're not a good person to lead us, and so we have to kill you. Yeah. Right?
1: Except for that... One guy, the um, the African tyrant in How to Be oh, a Tyrant. Oh, he went on a vacation and never. But came he back. would
0: have been killed yeah. if he stayed.
1: Yeah, so he, people were
0: gunning to kill him. He
1: lived in self um, exile. Yeah. Like he basically exiled himself to keep himself alive.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But yeah, I I think the bottom line that we're that you're getting at is if you want to stay a leader or become a leader and stay a leader you really have to be a good, altruistic leader. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not, if you're a tyrant, if you're a dictator, people will eventually rebel against you. And if
0: you're a good, altruistic leader, Mm -hmm. that means that you step down when the time is right. Yeah. Right?
1: That actually... uh, So, I don't... The listeners probably don't know. I am a graphic designer for the philosophy and humanities department Mm -hmm. um, at the university. And there's... There's basically this philosophy um, that people that don't vie to be leaders are the best leaders. Like Rick. Yeah. Um, Except it's funny because apparently like Socrates was like, I'm a philosopher, so I would be a great leader. Yeah. But he actually isn't. But Uh But the whole idea is that in a time of crisis, you should pick someone like you should pick a man of the people yeah. or a woman of the people who doesn't really want power mm-hmm. and because of that they will be able to make the most uh level-headed responsible choices.
0: Yeah, like Rick. Yeah. Like he like he just sort of became the leader because everyone just sort of looked to him. Yeah. You know, because he was making the correct choices and he was the one honestly making the choices, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. And like Which
0: I want to keep talking. And he he became the leader, even though he doesn't necessarily want it. And I mean, if we're looking back at founding fathers like George Washington, he wasn't planning on running for president. I believe so. I don't believe he was planning on running for president for the first term. But literally everyone was like, no, you you have to be president for uh, you have to be our president, you know, and he just sort of like accepted it. Yeah. And then everyone was upset when he was president for eight years and was like, it's time for me to step down. And everyone was like, hey, you, you can't step down. Like, you know.
1: Well, I think that's because we like familiarity yeah. and stability. Mm-hmm. And George Washington felt very stable. Yeah. To the, like he brought well, about... Everyone the... loved him.
0: Yeah. do you, you have it pulled up.
1: So I wasn't able to find um, the part about how like people who don't want power are the greatest powers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I did find the so- a Socrates quote about being leader, which I think is really good. He talks about how a gov- a government... Um, or people should be governed by those with the greatest knowledge, ability, virtues, and who possess a deep knowledge of themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really interesting, that like leaders should have a deep knowledge of themselves. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking, I'm wondering... I think that Rick, comparing Rick and the governor, yeah. Rick does have a good sense of himself. Mm-hmm. He knows who he is. He knows his faults and his shortcomings and he he works with it. Yeah. He doesn't deny who he is. Yeah. I feel like the governor because he's constantly lying and manipulating, he probably doesn't have a good sense of self or a good knowledge of himself.
0: Well, in order to be a tyrant, like you have to be a narcissist to some degree. Mm-hmm. And the governor is definitely a narcissist and he's definitely like, and I, narcissists become narcissists because they're not okay with themselves. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, and I also wonder, it seemed like he had a pretty good life before uh, the virus started. Mm-hmm. Like he had a wife, he yeah. had a daughter who he loved. I wonder if the death of his wife and the loss of his daughter kind of made him forget who he was yeah and that could have led to him being who he is I don't because I I don't think that anyone is born evil and I don't Mm -hmm. think that anyone is 100% evil I feel like it's based on a series of choices that get worse and worse like when you do something cruel out of anger you're more likely to do something cruel again if you hold on to that anger and it can build up and spiral where on the opposite side, if you forget about yourself for a while and do something kind, I feel like that action leads you to do something else that's kind and it's like a domino effect either way. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like the governor was just on the wrong side of a domino effect. Not, so, like, his choices are still his yeah, own.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I wonder, though, I wonder if he still was a narcissist before.
1: He could be. Because, like... But not to a dead Well, not, level. not to a,
0: like, yeah, like, we meet narcissists all the time, and they're not, like, killing people and stuff, and yeah. they're not tyrants, but they, they have the potential to be, you know? I mean, everyone has the potential, but I wonder if he already had, like, narcissistic tendencies before, um, I,
1: I bet he did. Mm-hmm. It goes back to like the the chain uh, the chain reaction, the yeah. domino effect is he let his narcissism um, influence enough to make mm-hmm. a bad choice and that led to another bad choice and another bad choice until yeah. that became his new identity.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. I want to talk about like Tyrese and Sasha for a little bit because they, they're obvious, their number one goal is obviously to survive. And so they went to Rick's group. They got kicked out, but they really wanted to like stay. They were they said they were gonna help with another group if they were having troubles with it, which was Woodbury. Yeah. They get kicked out, they get found by Woodbury. They say the same thing to the governor, right? Yeah. And then Tyrese is Tyrese and Sasha in particular are realizing like there's some shady stuff happening that they don't necessarily like. Yeah. You know? And um and when Andrea left, like they were told don't let anyone leave. Yeah. And then Sasha was like, we shouldn't have let her leave. And he was like, what do you want me to do? Shoot her? That's what the governor would have wanted. Yeah. But like, Tyrese is in that kind of way. And so, I think there are I think there are certain personalities that can get sucked into the mind control better than um, better than other personalities. Because their two friends that they came in with, mm-hmm. they're like all in. They're all for the governor. They'll yeah. do whatever the governor says. But Tyrese and Sasha are a little bit more free thinkers and they're a little bit more like, hmm we're not sure about this. And then the governor lies to them and they believe him. And, and that's that's the thing, is like these leaders, they'll like, they'll like lie to you. They'll tell you what you want to hear, but then they'll just go behind your back over and over again. Yeah. And then when you find out, they'll just keep lying to you and keep justifying it. And it's just this cycle of just like lies and deceit with these leaders. But yeah. What are your thoughts on Tyrese and Sasha? Um, yeah,
1: I, I feel like their main... Priority is just to keep each other alive mm-hmm. and them, themselves. But I, I think you're right. I think that they have enough um, awareness, self-awareness mm-hmm. um, about what's going on with them <coughs> that they... And enough morals yeah, that they are still resisting losing their morals and losing their sense of self yeah. to become part of this hive mind that the governor is trying to... Uh, maintain
0: mm-hmm. and it, it's interesting like I was reading combating cult mind control and cults have different tactics depending on the kind of person you are like if you're an intellectual person they'll they'll like persuade you on an intellectual basis like see doesn't this make sense mm-hmm. if you're an emotional person they'll like say like oh we're, we're doing all this good for the community and we're helping mm-hmm. people Yeah. And, and like I think Tyrese is a very pragmatic guy and so is Sasha Sasha's a really pragmatic girl Yeah. and the governor's just like He's just telling them like, okay, well, it makes sense, like, like why you would feel this way, and I'm, you know, yeah. I'm sorry that, that you got rubbed off the wrong, that sounds bad, rubbed off, you got rubbed the wrong way, yeah, uh, but you know, this is this is probably the best place for you to be, and so like, he and he and he persuaded Andrea, who is a more of an emotional person, mm-hmm. like, look at all the good I'm doing, yeah, you know, and so he's he knows all these tactics to yeah. to persuade different kinds of people. And, yeah.
1: And it's all about making them feel secure. hmm Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: good observation. Well, like,
0: and especially with Andrea running away, I had the thought, because I, I said in later episodes that, like, the governor would say to them, well, you'd get eaten by walkers if you left. hmm And that wasn't necessarily untrue. Yeah. Because Andrea almost got eaten by walkers. Yeah. You know? And I had that thought. I'm like, he's, he's not lying, dying. but he's, he's, he's using fear. There's that fear again to, like, Make people do what he wants to do
1: yeah
0: you know so uh
1: talking about and is it okay if i change?
0: yeah yeah for sure
1: talking about andrea almost getting eaten by walkers i obviously i don't want to put myself in a deadly situation mm-hmm. but i am curious like she acted so intelligently yeah um she was so strategic and i think she's come a long way yeah um, yeah, because she she used to be quite impulsive. Yeah. Um, like, season one, mm-hmm. definitely. And I'm just so curious, like, how I would be. Like...
0: Because I... <laughs> I like, would try to keep you safe as much as I could. Oh, my But goodness. I don't know if I could for very long. <laughs> well,
1: I, I'm thinking about times when I felt like I was truly in danger. And I, I kind of hit... I don't do what a fight, flight, or freeze.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't go completely into one. I like stop between.
0: Yeah, two. you do. <laughs> so, like, you do. <laughs> like
1: when little story time, um, Zach tried to scare me by tapping on the window, and he tapped hard enough that the glass shattered. Yeah. Um, and instead of saying, "Oh, whoops, it's me, Zach," I panicked. He panicked, and he ran. Around the house, so I hear running footsteps after <laughs> glass shattering uh-huh. and he starts banging on the door. And I fro- No, I start
0: opening the door. I didn't bang on the oh, door.
1: Well, you hit it a couple of times first. Oh. Um and in that one, like my friend Olivia was there and she went full into flight mode. Yeah. She was ready to flee, mm-hmm. which was so smart of her. I got stuck between fight and flee. Yeah. So I was like I was grabbing a frying pan that I was going to, like, <laughs> defend myself with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But at the same time, I was also kind of, like, shuffling my feet trying to get out the door.
0: Yeah. I think that's <laughs> really, like, that's really interesting. I think that isn't a bad thing, though. Yeah. That, like, you're able to go in between two different things. Like.
1: I don't know. I I feel like it's dangerous to get stuck between two survival modes. Hmm. Um
0: Well, I mean, because you're, I, I feel like you're ready for both. I, I don't know. I... There's been times where I've done all three. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I lean more towards one or the other. I think it depends on the situation. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think that's a bad thing, though. Yeah.
1: But we, like... Uh, and I bring it up because we saw Andrea
0: mm-hmm. do
1: all three in the... According to which one was best. Yeah. Like, when the governor was walking around trying to find her in the warehouse, she froze. Yeah. And it helped because he... He couldn't hear her. Yeah. Um, he, his vision was impaired, so he couldn't see her. Mm-hmm. Like that was a good time to freeze. Mm-hmm. And then when she sees all the walkers that are in the stairwell, she's like, this is my time to, f- to f- fly.
0: Yeah. Um, and or when he was chasing after her with the truck.
1: Yeah. It, it was flying. Um, and then when she gets cornered by the walker walkers, you know, between the two trees. Yeah. She goes into fight mode, Yeah. and it was appropriate then. And so, like, it, it shows how strong her survival skills are because she is able to do uh, fight, flee, or...
0: Fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. according to which one is going to protect her the most. And I don't think I would do that. I think I would get caught between two of them, not commit to either one, and I'd get eaten. Well, I think
0: Andrew was all fight before. But I think yeah. after ha- spending that winter with Michonne, she and Michonne's such a badass. She like learn more about like how to survive better.
1: Yeah,
0: I think I think she wouldn't have done that. She wouldn't have been able to do that without Michonne's help.
1: It, that, that's a past. good. That's a good point. Because
0: she was all fight before, yeah. right? Um, but I don't know. Well, like you even mentioned, like when the governor started smashing the windows uh-huh. with the shovel, you were like, I would scream so fast. I would. I, that, that 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 is the biggest thing is like you scream involuntarily a I lot of the time so when you're scared easily. yeah you scream so easily like i i would i would be so like i would try so hard to like get you to be quiet like, <laughs> but like I, I don't think i could i
1: just realized something what my jazz hands uh-huh. <laughs> so you guys can't see us um when i get scared I do involuntary jazz hands. So does your mom. So does my mom. It's like, (laughs) I just, I wave my hands Uh frantically. I think that's me getting caught between fight and freeze. Hmm. Like, because I'm flinging out my arms, like, protect myself. Uh But then I just start doing (laughs) jazz hands.
0: Yeah. But, I don't know. I think that would be really difficult. Like, because you would just involuntarily scream at the worst moment. And I I I would be like, shut up, shut up. (laughs) But yeah. I don't know. I I try my best.
1: I'm glad we're not. And I know you would try your best. <laughs> I well, and that's the thing. Is like how I think I am. I would not do survival of the fittest. Mm-hmm. I I would be eaten so quickly. Mm-hmm. But I also I don't know. I maybe my ancestors that fought uh, saber tooth lions, tigers, tigers, t- saber tooth tigers, and took down woolly mammoths. Maybe. If I was actually in a, a dangerous situation, the adrenaline would unlock something deeper within me. I don't yeah, know. Well,
0: I think, I mean, how many times have we like been in life or death situations where that was like every day for them, you yeah. know? And like, like I can think of maybe five, mm-hmm. like very little times I've actually like been in life or death situations. Well,
1: even five seems...
0: That's a lot Sounds like a us lot. now. Yeah. You know? I,
1: I can think of maybe two.
0: Mm-hmm. It's so amazing what the human body already knows what to do mm-hmm. when we're in survival mode. Yeah, you know, and um, I think a lot of people don't give themselves enough credit because, like, I feel like a lot of people would know what to do instinctively to stay alive. Yeah, but because um, we got that lizard brain still.
1: We don't have lizard brain. We have lizard brain. <laughs> no, we don't. It's
0: called lizard brain. Have you never heard that?
1: Yeah, but uh, like, why lizard? Why not like primate I don't brain? Know,
0: they're just. Because primates have, like, I believe primates have, like, a prefrontal cortex. Oh.
1: And lizards don't? No,
0: lizards are just lizards. They just do, <laughs> they just, they eat, sleep, poop, reproduce. Okay.
1: I don't have <laughs> any comments.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. I think that's all I wanted to talk about. Do you want to talk about anything else in the episode? It was pretty, like, it's, straightforward. It,
1: it was. A mm-hmm. lot of it was just, like, suspense between the governor, uh, playing cat and mouse with andrea
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i i covered everything that stood out to me
0: okay cool 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 cool. well we'll be right back after a short musical interlude with the moral dilemma
1: la, 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 musical interlude
0: back We're i hope back. I hope you enjoyed those 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 little musical interludes <laughs> by alina um all right alina here's your moral dilemma i'm ready so is it better to follow your head your heart or your gut
1: oh my goodness i i feel like we already talked about this with fight flight or freeze mm. i i feel like it it depends on the scenario mm-hmm. like um if, it, if it's to stay alive in a dangerous situation, probably a mixture of gut and head. I feel like those will help you the most. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not survival, if it's maybe like a, a personal matter or maybe some, uh, like you're struggling in a relationship with someone important mm-hmm. to you, maybe then like heart is what you follow. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's i feel like it's a mixture of all of them mm-hmm. if you pick just one to follow all the time yeah you're going to become a very one dimensional person yeah it takes following all three that makes you human
0: yeah i what what do you think you follow the most though hm
1: so i know that i don't follow my gut mm-hmm. the most um because i have depression <laughs> that I'm on medication for and so if I
0: <laughs> I like that you have to preface <laughs> that I'm on medication for
1: well, um so like so following my gut mm-hmm. like is i I feel like following my gut I have the worst time doing because I always second guess my gut mm-hmm. or I knock it off to well I'm just feeling this way because I forgot to take my medication or this is like my gut reaction because I'm feeling depressed right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Where, um, I, so I feel like I, I try to follow, um, I feel like I try to follow my head the most, mm-hmm. but I do advisory check ins with my heart, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, um, I'll, one thing that I do a lot because I'm a religious person. Is I think what what the most logical, best choice is. Mm-hmm. And then I do a heart check-in and I pray about it to my higher being. Mm-hmm. Um, and after I do that, if it feels good, I keep with the original choice. If I have second guesses, I reevaluate. Mm.
0: Okay. I So my instinct is to usually follow my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like ever since I've been an adult, I have had to like really learn how to follow my gut and my head more. Like, for instance, I don't know what it is, but I have this magical talent of knowing when to jump ship, like, and trusting <laughs> my gut and knowing when to jump ship when I need to yeah. before, before like things start crumbling I down. know
1: exactly what you're talking about.
0: Well, like doing shows. Yeah. I know how to jump ship. Yeah. like and work previous mm -hmm. employment previous employment like i i i feel it in my gut i'm like i gotta leave right now yeah and then the minute i leave like i i just i see what's happening and i'm like yeah i'm glad i trusted my gut i'm glad i i'm you know but um i've also like had to trust my mind more with like um you, you know like being more pragmatic like be Being a more critical thinker, it it was not in my nature as a kid to be a critical thinker. I was so gullible, Mm. I I would believe anything anyone would tell me. And I've had to, like, train myself to be a critical thinker and to, like, be a skeptic um, on a lot of things. And, and, like, tell my heart a lot of the time to, like, uh, go by the wayside. But I know that, like, if I don't follow my heart in the end, like, at what is the most meaningful and core to me... That like I'll be unhappy. Yeah. You know? And I think I think that's true for like everyone. Like you you need to trust your gut and your head for for different scenarios, different things that pop up. But like in the end, like after you've trusted your gut and your head and you are safe, like then you need to trust your heart in order to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think I think that's good.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about trusting your your head, gut, or heart? Also, do you fight, flight, or freeze?
1: Yeah, let so, us know. Yeah, let us
0: know. I, I want I want more conversations on the on the interwebs. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Feed. Don't with your brain. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say, Alina?
1: Follow my art account.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Follow Alina Jacqueline on Instagram. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah that's where I post um, all. All of the art that I'm working on, uh, like I'll post work in progresses, I'll post new stuff that I'm trying. My more professional one is Alina underscore art and illustration.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, also, yeah, follow follow Alina's stuff. She's really talented and really good. Um, also, follow Fortune Horseman. I haven't mentioned it. I like, put it in the description and stuff and post about it, but I haven't mentioned it a lot. I just did a series called Stalker, if you didn't know. Um, I starred, wrote in it, directed it, and Hallie is amazing really in it good. too. It's it's really, really good. It's really good. 31 short episodes. You can binge it in 30 minutes. Um, I also directed and wrote a Kane and Abel short called I Am My Keeper. And Fortune Horseman has a lot of stuff coming through the pipeline these next few months. So go follow it, subscribe to it, and check it out. Um, and I have a little announcement for my last episode of this season, which is three away from this one. So stay tuned for that. I'm not going to tell you yet because I want you guys to... uh,
1: Be in suspense. Be in suspense (laughs) in your Like Andrea was. Yeah, like
0: Andrea was. And like you were when you watched this episode. All right. Thank you guys for listening and stay safe and stay sane. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Feed Don't Your Brain. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Don't Your brain. You can also follow us on Twitter at ZachyTheZombie. Also feel free to email us with any questions, comments, or concerns at FeedDon'tYourBrain at gmail.com. You can also follow Fortune Horseman on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can donate to our Patreon page called Don't Your Brain on Patreon. Thank you all for listening, and stay safe and stay sane.